Hey guys, in today's episode, we talk about Dan graduating from his office, 50 cent movie tickets, Tenant, the Christopher Nolan movie, Venmo versus Cash App, Future of Fast Foods, Lecrae's new album, and we get into our music and TV show recommendations for the week. Hope you guys like today's episode. Let's cue the theme music. Hey everyone, today is August 23rd. This is episode 63 of The Banter Shop. My name is Moniel. This is Daniel. And this is Harsh. Alright. Hey guys. How are you? How's, how's this week been? I feel like... Oh, it was my first week of college. I don't know. Very bipolar. Like, in a, <laughs> in a sense, I felt like it went quick, but then right now I feel like it was so long. No, this week like I haven't, extremely long. I feel like... I can, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time, but we just recorded last week. Yeah, it has been a while. Yes. No, this week has uh, felt extremely long. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just a weird week. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was a weird week. Anyway, Dan, uh, there's some good news and bad news from, from your side. And I think I guess we'll get started with the bad news first, and then we'll go to the good good part. But what's, you, what's the bad news? Well, I, I mean, I don't know if it's a bad news. Maybe you can you can help help me characterize it. But you graduated from your office office cubicle, <laughs> and now you moved back home. So, would you want to talk a little bit about that? I feel like that's bad news or sad news for you because you liked your cubicle, or from what it seems like you you know you, you you made that your second home. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bittersweet. Like, I mean, if we're if we're gonna label it as graduation, then just as graduating from college was bittersweet. I think it's the same way. Um, and one words, it's sad that I won't be going back there and seeing the people that I would used to see, um, every day, basically like the people that I would see or spend most of my day with, um, I won't get to see them anymore. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to be working remotely or what they call it. I'm going to be a telecommuter, um, permanently. Uh, they're closing yeah. down the office, and on Tuesday, I got to go and pick up my stuff. Um, one of the things that I got was these, these, uh, these food to the earbuds that I'm testing right now, so hopefully the sound quality is good for the recording. Um, but I got to bring another monitor home. Um, my whole, Basically, my whole setup that I had over there, my two monitors, my stands. Are right. um, you going to do a monitor setup? Yep, so now I'm more official here at home. You can watch uh, videos yeah. while you do work. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's don't a good point. But um, yesterday, I basically remodeled my room to so I have a little more, a little more space, kind of. Um, yeah. It was a little more official, but yeah. On Tuesday, I went. There was nobody else there, so I was all alone, reminiscing the old times, and cleaned all my stuff, got everything packed up. And yeah, like it's sad just because, like I said, just because I know now that I won't be going back. But yeah. at, at a positive, uh, with a positive perspective, um, I don't have to drive every day, uh, an hour each way. I don't right. have to stay in traffic. I don't have to wake up early. That's true. Gas, my gas. Um, I will spend money on electricity and other stuff, but not on gas. Right. And, 
And it's like, I guess it's a little more convenient. But the only downside is that I won't have that interaction with my team. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I, I guess we still talk through chat right. and but it's still not the same. It's Of course it's not the same. I mean, The Office would not have been made if everyone was working remotely. The show? Yeah, the show. That's true. But, but this is a remote give, office, like a Zoom office. Maybe. They should make like a one episode of that. Where like all the characters on a Zoom call. That'd be funny, actually. That's a good idea, Harsh. A little Zoom office action. Ooh. Yeah, and like Maybe Jim still looks in the Zoom camera and stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. And, they do, and then you know how they do like breakout rooms and Zoom calls? That's like how they do the office yeah. interviews. Wow, we oh. are good. We are good. Okay, I see. It is, hey, this is going to be a skit. Yeah, we could do a skit, yeah, for YouTube. All from home. Look at that. Okay. All right. And it's, so, Dan, just to, just to give everyone an idea, basically your office has decided to go fully remote, which I also expect most offices to do that, especially if they yeah. if they feel like they're more productive. Like you said, your firm said that they're more productive working, um, uh, right. you know, working I mean, from home. Maybe not. So, yeah. Dan's out there to distract them. But it's like um, – I guess they realize that we're we can be as productive, if not more, than being in the office. Um, so and, and like like you said, I feel like a lot of companies are gonna go that route, especially if they already invested a lot of money and setting up like their VPN networks or all um, everything that they've done already because of COVID. They've already spent enough time and money doing it. So if it's working yeah. well for them, then they're yeah. gonna be like, might as well. Just continue doing it and save some money on building costs and maintenance and all that stuff so right especially like it's a it's a especially on the technology field it's a very uh, flexible and like feel that you can basically do your work from anywhere uh, of course if you're another industry like healthcare then now like if you're in the manufacturing industry then you can't do that either but since we're working the technology field, and especially being part of uh, most of your work is done through calls and emails. You don't really need an office space. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. No, that, that's fair. Um, okay. So Dan, congrats on your graduation, and I know it's a bittersweet moment, but I think uh, it'll be it'll be for the better. Yeah, let's hope so. You could just start doing <laughs> more logic, uh, start making beats and stuff, on, and start streaming. I'm going to be working and streaming. Uh, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be on Twitch while I'm working. <laughs> while I do my job. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Maybe, maybe do like a day in the life of Dan Villagomez on, on Twitch, right? Have them have, have just start <laughs> streaming and, have you know, you pick up calls and you take your meetings and stuff now like that. Now you have so much time, though. You can literally like just yeah. be like so buff and work out while you work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or you can be a FIFA on. pro. Oh yeah. Well, Look at I mean, that, Dan. Okay, my my job is not that flexible. I, I mean, I I can get a call anytime and I have to do work. So if I'm playing people in a tournament, I don't want to be interrupted by call. That's, yeah. a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. You have to have like a earpiece in while the headsets on. Yeah, you know on that. Yeah, yeah, you can maybe have two headsets I'm on. Gonna, any. I'm gonna create yeah. my I'm gonna create my own like AI, my own bot, and so that he can answer my 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 phone calls and solve all the problems while I'm playing. There you go. You know, 
He's gonna just 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 build out a nice little bot and have that work for you. The yeah. possibilities are endless, Dan. The possibilities are endless. Maybe, well, we're, maybe we just have to build a clone machine and all yeah. that. Yeah. Let's get really super techy about this. I like it. I like where your head's at, Dan. <laughs> just, just have a voiceover as well, like just just like you know you know how a Siri oh my and God, Alexa. Just uh, just stand, just record a bunch of pre-recorded stuff, and then have that you know kind of be a machine learning thing, and that's it. You basically automated your entire job. <laughs> Yeah, we can start a new company. We can start a new company that does that for other employees. Yeah, we'll we'll tailor the AI based on what you do. Right. Yeah, Perfect. but I don't think that that's pretty smart because then the company will be like, well, we'll just fire the person. You just you, you just build an AI and that's it. Like the well, the bot. The company, the company doesn't need another. Oh, that, okay. A little underhand action. And that's the whole point. Like it, it's all need, like they shouldn't have. It shouldn't find out because if they do, then you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you got to keep them the down low. So then, on top of that, we create another company that somehow masks your identity so they don't realize that you have a bot in the <laughs> I like that idea, actually. There's a lot of technicality that goes into it. Um, I don't know if our legal team would allow it, but yeah, we, we have to we start can allow it. Yeah, we can allow it, Dan. I'll, I'll allow cool. it. Don't worry. Who says that? Who says that one three movies is not legal? Right? Harsh. We're gonna need it soon because all the movies are coming out again. Yep, Wonder Woman. You know, talking about movies, you know, AMC is doing fifty cents movies. Yeah. What's that? Fifty, about? Like movies, 50 right? cents movies, right? Because it's like they're. Uh, Get everyone back to the theaters. Year anniversary or something like that. I think it's 150 uh, year anniversary, and then right. Right. And so they're 50 broke. 50 cents movie tickets. Huh? So it's basically 50 cents movie ticket, like any day, any time. Basically, but I mean they're, they're older movies, but I mean if you really want to go see a movie, then 50 cents is basically free. So that is true. Free. I like you it. can well. Is the new movie is Tenet going to be fifty cents like the new Christian Nolan movie? I'm sure by then it won't be. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't think so. Um, September third for Americans, but August twenty sixth for the people who've handled COVID correctly. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. They get a little incentive, a little a little treat for handling it right. Honestly, I heard everyone saying that movie is like gonna change the, or it's gonna shape the history of filmmaking. Some pretty high hopes, and they're also saying like this movie could save the Hollywood industry because if it does well, that means that people still want to go out to movie theaters and watch movies instead of like watching it at your home and downloading it. Because like if this movie flops, most most companies are just gonna start letting you stream the movies right away online. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's yeah. a risky move from like, who who's releasing Tenet? Like who? Wherever Warner the, Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, is it Warner Brothers? Brothers? But Nolan, Christopher Nolan has a lot of say in everything. He has a lot of say in like the trailers and like the release timing. So Warner Brothers probably wanted Christopher Nolan to let everyone buy it right away. But he, Christopher Nolan, like he's like those cinema heads who's like, yeah. no, like you have to experience this in theaters. Because this, this film is meant to be experienced in theaters and all that. Yep. Like I think, what was it? The Dark Knight, maybe? Yeah. 
one of the movies that had to be like in specific. They had to like have specific screens, specific like this um, equipment. Dunkirk to too, yeah. Dunkirk was a specific camera that they used. Right. So it had to be in a specific so screen. Like, yeah. Yeah. A, a, yeah. Warner Brothers. He wants us to be in a theater, but right now, if you really think about it, like yeah, it might change. <clears throat> it might change the industry. It might save the Hollywood uh, industry. But he's also not gonna get as much money as, as he would if he waited till because right now it's only gonna be like twenty five percent capacity theaters, right? So, or less. So he's not gonna get as much. But I mean, he's gonna get some. Maybe he's gonna break even. Who knows? And that's fine for him. Then I guess that's what he did. They should re-release it next summer as well. Like in theaters, but I don't know. I feel like he should have just wait. I, I agree with you. He should have waited till next summer, I think. Next summer is going to probably be like the biggest movie summer of all time because like all the movies are supposed to go out this summer are coming out sporadically, but mostly I feel like the blockbusters are going to come out in the summer, like Fast and Furious yeah. and uh, James Bond. I feel like they're just going to wait till April and some like June for that stuff. This is a bold, yeah. this is like a, yeah, this is a bold strategy though. So we'll see if it works out. All right, perfect. Well, Dan, I know you have a couple of good news for us, but I think before we get to the good news, do you want to run through a couple of your articles? Wait, oh, so cool wait, I'm so confused about your batting when you uh, <laughs> But yeah, one of the articles that I had, um, I don't know if you guys use a Cash App. Um, I do. And yeah. A lot of people I use it use, just uh, for you. Venmo and whatever, but I'm I'm just a Cash App guy or Zelle. Um, but so Cash App is testing a new feature that allows users to borrow up to two hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, so this is a peer-to-peer payment. So Cash App is a peer-to-peer payment service for those who don't know. So you can basically, um, if you're going out for food and you the bill and you pay it all, and then your friends can pay you back for what they owe you. Uh, yeah. As easy as that, no matter what bank you're at or have. But so this this new feature allows them to um, get loans for two hundred dollars. Uh, the only yeah. thing um, that it, I mean, it can vary from twenty to two hundred dollars based on what you want. But you'll be expected to pay the loan back in four weeks, along with a flat fee of five percent. Um, so if you multiply over a year, then that turns into 60% APR, which is uh, pretty high. But yeah. it's less than an average payday loan. So, I mean, I would, just with this, you can see that a lot of things are, um, at least I think COVID fed um, up the process, but a lot of things are going that technology, like the, I guess the digital way. Of course, you can go to your yeah. local loan location to get a loan, but now everything's like digitally. Like yeah. Well, here's what I'm wondering: like, since this is like a peer-to-peer app, I'm like, could they allow you as a user to give out loans? Oh, you know, it's true. Like, be like, hey, I have two hundred dollars to spare. Maybe I'll get five percent back later on. Do I let someone else borrow for four weeks? That, you should, you should start doing that. Dan, this is like a billion-dollar idea. I know. 
like maybe I like I would do it if I mean if I have two hundred dollars, I'm like I don't need it right now, and I can get two hundred and fifty back later on. Then yeah. Let's do it. I mean, do that, actually. I think Dan, this is this cut is this like part this out. Is, cut this part this is like of the Uber. podcast. Yeah, cut this cut this part out. Dan, this is like Chicken. the Uber of of lending money. Exactly, we can do this, bro. I'm like we can. This is oh my god. Okay, I don't know if I should cut this out or what, but I mean, I mean, well, we we own this idea. Hey, we're, we're, this is uh, this is August. <laughs> that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Mark Zuckerberg will just take it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, cash, or maybe cash apps already doing it but they didn't release the whole features but maybe who knows, who knows. but that's a good idea but even if they're doing it we can still do it yeah why yeah, not we could do it inside the app <laughs> exactly that's no but that's a really good idea right like it's almost like savings but probably instant like hey i have 200 bucks you can you borrow it, you and then it? Pay back. what's like, up i know you 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 use Venmo more than Cash App, right? Uh yeah, I I do. Just as a general quick, uh, so I can get an idea. Do you trust these apps, or are you or a bit skeptical? Um, I, I'm pretty. Uh, I I trust them. Okay, so would you trust if you could lend someone money? Would you uh would you do it? Like if if you had two hundred dollars right now. Uh, you don't need it. Would you let someone else borrow it? And you know that you're gonna get at least five to ten percent back. And yeah, like that's, a, that's a good deal. I mean, that's like instant savings, right? Even like even if you have a savings account in a bank, you don't get that much back year after year. And and, and as long as the company's gonna back it and they're gonna pay us back no matter what, like if the if the person pays it back or not, then then yeah, of course. So okay, so you would. I would. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Would you harsh? Yeah, I probably would. It just seems yeah. smart, you know? I think it's more, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I think this can benefit everyone. I think so. Like, if you need money, you can take a loan. I'm not, I'm, I, don't, I never recommend people to take loans, but if you need it, then go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we can get a cut from it, and then Cash App can keep an, another couple percentage. Yeah, there you go. So I think I think it makes sense. That's a that's a nice little thing. Okay, look at this. A very productive episode. Just just like all our other episodes, but this one's a little bit more. <laughs> but okay, we should go to Shark Tank. Oh, speaking of that, so since Dan, you had a good idea. I'm gonna talk about a Shark Tank idea that is now blown up, and uh, I think I should just talk about this. Maybe you guys have heard of it. Do you guys know what Potato Parcel is? No. All right, so. It was back in, I think, 2017. There was these two guys who uh, got into Shark Tank and what they, they wore. So they got potato Halloween costumes and they put it on, right? And then they basically, their, their business idea to uh, the Shark Tank people was they, they buy potatoes and then they write messages on them with a Sharpie. So, like, if you want to send a message to, like, Moniel, like, oh, Barcelona sucks, and you can put it on a potato and send it to him. You could have it shipped okay. out for like 14 bucks. And um, the Shark Tank people, one of them bought the company for, or not even buy it. He got, I think he got uh, 10% equity or something like that. And he paid 50K. Like they needed, they wanted a 50K investment and he got 10%, I believe. But he also got like a, like a bonus where every potato sold, he gets a dollar. Royalties. 
yeah, royalties. Yeah, royalties. Nice one, business major. Anyway, they got royalties, and uh, the company right now is estimated at eight hundred eight hundred thousand dollars. An NBA, an NBA, one hundred fifty NBA players used it. Wow. Just from that guy made that much money from just selling potatoes with sharpies on it. So I was thinking, what if we just did like watermelons with messages on them? <laughs> That's. Yeah, maybe an orange or an apple. Orange, yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, that's true. I think potato partial. I think one thing of great. Yeah, no, you you know what potato partial should do, and I guess we'll give this idea for free. Maybe they should expand to every single fruit available in the world. Like any fruit you want to write. Mark Cuban said they should do cucumbers. Yeah, just do just have every uh, fruit vegetable available on their website, and you can do any one. And the prices are different based on what fruit or vegetable you pick. There you They've go. They've sold Easy over piece. seventy thousand potatoes since the show aired, and earnings are now over seven hundred k. As of April, this is a good small company. Not bad. All right. Well, moving on, Dan. I know you have the future of fast food uh, on your phone somewhere. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we're we're full of technology today. We so. are full of ideas today, man. We're just full of tech. The ideas. office idea, the, the PayPal cash app idea. Right. So before before we were quarantined, you know, a lot of fast food places were already um, allowing you to maybe order ahead on your mobile app, or even when you went inside the store. Um, or restaurant, you you can they have like those screens where you can check out yourself, like pick up your food and and everything. Like you know, Taco Bell does have their screen yeah. to choose your food and order your food there, and then pick it up after you order and pay on the kiosk. And all that was touch touch screens and all that stuff. But now we don't want to touch anything. Um, there's germs everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently, there's a companies like ultra leap i've never heard of them but they're developing screens um that you literally don't have to touch to get uh, your point across i think that's a a pun that they're trying to do but so <laughs> they basically have touchless touch screens they use infrared cameras to track your hand's motion along with ultrasonic speakers so your hand can feel when it has touched a menu Touch in quotation marks uh, and menu selection on the screen. So you can still see the screen. You can still hover your finger over the menu. And then yeah. once you're on it, you can act like you're touching. But, and you'll feel it, but you won't actually touch the screen. And then it's going to select your um, menu item. So I think oh. this is pretty smart. I mean, generally, I feel like. A lot of the kiosks, a lot, a lot of the touching kiosks are pretty, like, are not that great. Like, they don't always respond to your touches, or they might be slow. Um, so they can actually implement this in a good, like, fast way that they can actually track your movements. I think this could be, that could really be the future of fast food when you go to restaurants oh, okay. to order. I mean, okay, so- even, like, sit-down restaurants, I feel like they can have their... Like right now, if you go to a sit-down restaurant, most have like a QR code that you can scan your phone, uh, so you yeah, can get really. on your phone. So I think even that 
is also like the future of it. Like you can already see your menu, you can already pick your uh, your items on the phone. So I think there's yeah, we're definitely gonna see a lot of more changes on the fast food or just the restaurant industry in general. Uh, oh yeah, I, I agree. Did you guys use the touchscreen kiosk before all of this? Like, yeah, Neil loved it for some reason. Really? Neil loved it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did like it. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Why? Is it I because it. you have more options? You can yeah, customize. It, it, it. Yeah, but basically, if I have a custom order, I I would love to go to the kiosk because I can do that without like telling the the cashier like you know ten different ways of doing it, and then you know it doesn't it just take away the purpose of a cashier. Yeah, to an extent. But like, but I still like yeah. I still walked in and saw older people who were just like no. You know they were like yeah, no because we'll people talk. like to have like human interactions. It's not about human interaction. I think it's more about getting exactly what you want without, you know, having to over-explain it. Yeah, I think yeah. for me, just like okay, when I you when I do use the app to order food, um, yeah. I like to be like know that I can be like, I can customize it and get exactly what I want instead of like being in the drive-through, be like, hey, can I get this but not this and with this and all that and all that and <laughs> maybe not get right. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, exactly. I mean so. So would you, Dan? Would you would you say this is the future of restaurants? Sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to kind of like point that question forward to you. Do you think this is the future of restaurants? Yeah, I mean, I think this could be the future if they implement it right. Like I said, if if the if it actually works, like I don't want to like keep trying to like, oh, I want I want this one, but it's not responding to my fake touch, then then it's not gonna work. But I mean, okay. I already use, like, yeah, I was like, when I go shopping, like, grocery shopping, you know how they have, like, the self-checkout line? I'd rather yeah. do that then. Yeah, so, exactly. I think it just makes it a little bit more convenient. Yeah, no, I get it. All right, well, Dan, moving on to the good news, and this will re- lead us straight into our recommendations as well. Lecrae might have released his last album as an artist, as a rapper, and... I guess I'll just give you the floor, Dan. This is ba- just to give everyone an idea. Lecrae to Dan is what Tame Impala is to me. So just to bring that, let's just put that out there. I I think that uh, that's a good com- comparison. Is it? Uh, I mean, I think <laughs> you're you're you I think you're overly obsessed. But yeah, yeah, like it's a problem type of thing. Yeah, I, I don't no, know. It's yeah. not. Yeah, like, I feel like all you listen to, like at least I would try new no, artists. Dude. Dan, I'm not even kidding you. He listens to Tampa lullabies. No, I thought. Oh no, this is cool. I was gonna bring it up later. I was gonna bring it up later. No, just hear me out. So like, for him to sleep, he listens to Tampa lullabies. That's that's wrong. That is not. That's factually incorrect. But basically, I found this. I found a Spotify artist. Where I think it's a group. Basically, they take a lot of famous famous artists, uh, not just Tame Impala, but a lot of famous like Taylor Swift. And I think there's some other ones where they take the instrumentals of their songs and they turn into like a lullaby a part of it. So there's a lot of people. They've done a lot of different artists, and they just did one for Tame Impala, and it's like the ten best songs that he's had over his four albums. So I was listening to it. And it was really nice, and it was cool. It it wow. gave like a cinematic feel to it because yep. they were just instrumentals. Okay. But there's more artists they do it for so I, so that's a cool thing i was gonna bring it up later but yeah i just found this cool little thing on netflix lullaby um, netflix <laughs> oh, sorry spotify sorry guys <laughs> okay sorry dan this is your this is your chance to talk about the crate my I, bad i just had to talk about ahead. that a little bit 
Yeah, the one one time I can talk about the great when he will still have to bring Tatum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like you were saying, like Brady is my favorite artist of all time, favorite rapper of all time. Is that um, of the Beatles for you? <laughs> Beatles? Yeah, you're not a Beatles fan. I, I I never grew up listening to the Beatles fan, so no. Wow. Um, I mean, I can I can listen to a song and I I'll probably like it, but. I mean, I I, I yeah. recognize some songs. But I wouldn't but say yeah. I'm a. Um, yeah, but yeah, the great. Um, like you were saying, he probably released his last album. Um, he had a Q and A, I think it was yesterday. Um, so I hinted at one one thing he did say was that this album is the last possibly the last one that he's gonna. Really? Because, like, along with, like, Logic, he's also, like, has kids, and, like, he wants to be there for the family, and, like, touring takes a lot from you. You're away for so many days and weeks and months. Uh, so he's saying that this, if he does make another album, like, he's not on tour. He did hint that he's going to have another mixtape coming up. Um, he didn't say when, but he's had, like, the church clothes, um, volume mixtape so he might release that or he might release something like the let that let the trap say and then with Zaytoven maybe number two part two but he I mean he's doing a lot honestly because he, he he just did this album and then he's gonna he also wrote uh, a book that goes along with it uh, and it's gonna be released in October so he's also an he's an author he's a family man he's a Businessman, so he, he, he has a lot to do, and he doesn't have to rap forever. But um, yeah, I mean, this album is called Restoration. Came out yesterday, uh, well, uh, Friday the twenty first. Yeah, and I, I did get to. I did go on a drive like when they released at midnight. Uh, so I did get to listen to it. I, like I always do that when he released an album. Like last time when I was in college, like, I went. I'm going to drive yeah, with a friend. Cool. Um, so this time I went alone because my friend didn't want to go. Yeah, so, sorry. <laughs> it was a Thursday night to Friday night. But, um, yeah, that's yeah, that experience. Good. I did go to Taco Bell. I went to a Taco Bell here in Carbonazole, and they did have the grilled cheese burrito. Oh, so they that's did? Another okay. Later. But, that. This um, week's, this new week's looking even better. <laughs> yeah, this week's looking better. But, yeah, I did get to listen um, once. Um, and then Friday, I basically had a repeat. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to give this a quick review. I can't give it for you because I haven't, like, actual time to analyze it. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, it hasn't marinated yet. Uh, yeah, so it's like, I had it in the background, so I wasn't actually, like, analyzing it. But overall, um, I, can't, I can't say yet that this is his best album ever. Um, I do have like a lot of the singles that he released like those are like really good like I can totally see why they're singles and but there's also non-singles that were really good or even better um, just I, I think I like what I do like about the album is that it's very it kind of tells a story um, the album is called Restoration 
it kind of like showing how he was restored in a way. So like it kind of starts a little darker, a little more sad, and then yeah. kind of like turns into a more positive um, more ending. Positive. Yeah, ending. Um, yeah. And then he, he, this, I mean, generally based on what we've seen, like this is a shorter album. It does have 14 songs, but it's only 41 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want more, but it's like, I'll take what I can, and I guess you want me to give like my favorite song so far, or what else do you want me to say? Yeah, just like uh, I guess, and then we can. This is uh, this is actually easily we can transition to recommendations. Yeah, basically give out your favorite song, which will be a recommendation of the week, and then uh, we can go around the table for our recommendations as well. Okay. So I'm gonna give like, my top three songs so far. Yeah, give your yeah. top three. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, uh, the first one that right now I would say is like my favorite one um, is called "Over the Top." Yeah, uh, I think that's like pretty hype, and it's just kind of like talking about how basically like Dre has been successful over the years, but it doesn't really. Even all that success doesn't really satisfy your soul. Like you can still feel feel empty and all that yeah. stuff. And uh, kind of like, oh yeah, like I've done it all. And like, and you feel like all oh, having all the money or having all the higher jobs and all that is gonna make it for you. But eventually, like you're still gonna feel empty. And like one of the real lines is like, you can you can have you can keep the perks and all. I think I'll I'll have the purpose. So like basically like you know how a lot of artists talk about like perks like like Percocet, like yeah. drugs. Molly Percocet. Like, yeah. Aren't those like antidepressants? Yeah, they yeah. are. They are. So that, that's kind of like symbolizing like oh like yeah I'm an artist but I still get depressed and I need to and it's like like I I'll rather have a purpose. So he's realizing that there's more than just being famous and making the money. And there's more right. to life. So that's like, I'd say that's like my top song right now. And then yeah. another one is called Keep Going. Uh, what I did like about this one is that I think he was like pretty creative with the, with the beat in production. Yeah. Uh, like half the song, there's like a beat change. And like, right. You can even tell because like you can hear like, the producers, like, you know how they have, like, their own, like, what is it called? Uh, I forgot their actual term, but so uh, there's, like, two main producers for this song. So um, let me look at the producer that I, I looked it up for, like, ones. So he, like, halfway through the song, he kind of, like, there's, like, a different producer, and you can feel the beat change. And, like, I personally really like that when that when artists do that. Um, I don't know about you. So, Quay Global, I don't know if you know him, but he produced a lot for Lil Baby and Gunna. Yeah. He produced this song and then Carbello, which is another, like, pretty popular, like, at least in, like, the Latin rap community. He produced, like, the second part of it. So, so this is, like, a pretty cool song. Um, And, I mean, Keep Going also gives a pretty positive... Back to it, and then my third song is 
that I would say is like really like deep and meaningful is only human. Uh, I, I used to like the message about saying like, yeah, like we're not perfect, we're gonna mess up, but that doesn't mean like that we don't have hope to become right. better or like we were broken doesn't mean that we don't have hope for restoration. But there's right. always hope that nothing that you do is gonna like completely like break you. Um, and like kind of like kind of like talks about like struggles he had and all, and how he realized that he can be forgiven and that he doesn't have to like basically stay depressed the whole time. That's pretty good. Uh, those are like my top three songs so far. They're announcing. Okay, that's fair. And then, and then Dan, uh, people can find all these three songs that you mentioned uh, on our Spotify playlist called uh, The Banter Shop Rex, that's R-E-C-S, and every song that we recommend in today's episode and have recommended for the last about nine or ten episodes can be found on that playlist on Spotify. So definitely check them out. Dan, sounds like a great album. I'm listening to it. I've listened to a few songs. I'm going to listen to a few more later on tonight. So far, I like it. I really do. I think it it has a nice. Uh, I mean, I mean, the phrase itself. Like he's he's a very, very talented rapper, and it's been kind of uh, uh, a bit of a. I mean, he doesn't get as much fame as do you think I, I think other rap like other rappers on his standard do. Like uh, I think his lyrical power and the way he produces the songs. I think it's very clean and it's it's like pretty top tier level for the most part, right? I just don't think he really gets his due that often. But I feel like the artist, yeah. like like if you if you ask a rapper about Lecrae, they know about him. Like Logic knows about him. A lot of other rappers know about him because of yeah. the kind of work he does. So it's like he's praised and critically acclaimed by the people who judge music and who are like music makers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like on the outside world, he doesn't get as much recognition. So I kind of hope like... That's crazy. It's like, uh, you actually yeah. finish what you say. I'm just saying after that. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say like, yeah. like I think it's a like I, I've I've liked a lot of his songs, a lot of his albums, uh, and this one I you know I've listened to about three or four songs so far and they've been really good. It's something I'll go back and listen to for sure. Like that's the kind of music he makes and and it kind of sticks with you. It's not yeah. like a one time listen like, like that's it. But yeah. Yeah, like one thing like you said like he doesn't get a lot of recognition. I think like you're I think like you want to say like he he's not recognized a lot in the mainstream um, industry. Yeah. Um, so he yeah. has that mainstream. So that's like one thing I like. Um, he, I mean, he, he had like I don't know. If he was co-signed or he had some deal with Columbia Records, which is a pretty big. Uh, yeah, it's um, a pretty big uh, music label. Yeah, and he kind of like talks about about it in his like documentary and all that stuff, and like the video for Over the Top. It kind of like he has like a scene. Uh, one of his like more popular songs is I'll Find You. I don't know if you have heard it, but um, that's like one of his most or the most popular song. And he got like uh, multi like platinum record. And on the uh-huh. video, um, he shows how he basically destroys that. It's featuring Tori Kelly, like, right? Yeah, featuring Tori Kelly. Yeah, he destroys that um, award and basically to symbolize how he doesn't need all that recognition. Like he, he's like, I know this song did well, and like the, the message that it brings, like it's really positive and it impacted a lot of people. And I don't need the award to know that it has that impact. Like an impact. So, I was that like, I was like an NF bar. Yeah, and I'm like, this is crazy. Like I saw it, I'm like, whoa, like, like 
would say like that's very valuable. Like I wouldn't want to break that. And it's like, like, but oh, and like talking about enough. Um, there's another rapper that I I like that also released an album name is John Keith. But you know how he, I think he got he did this on purpose because his album was coming up. But he said, "I'm a better artist than N." And then people like all the NF fan base were going off on him. Like, how can you say oh. that? But he, his reasoning behind it was because he's saying that, oh, like all my songs, like I can, I can. He has like a different style of music, I guess, a rap. But mm-hmm. he's saying that NF everything sounds the same, and he has real like the same flow and like the same vibe. And I mean, it makes sense. NF does have his own um, niche. I guess to say like nobody else does it like him, and uh-huh. but a lot of people, like he, a lot of people were like, you know, you can't say you're better than him. Uh, he's like, I'm not better than him. I'm just a better artist. <laughs> and I just thought that I just thought that was funny. I haven't listened to his album, but because uh, so I might, I might give a recommendation next week on his music. Yeah, you're gonna listen. Yeah, sounds good. Like, right. you like, do you like this album, Restoration? Yeah, I like it. I'll tell you my favorite song actually. Which is it I a think recommendation? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, it's not my recommendation because Dan oh, already okay. recommended it, but uh, I like Over the Top. Yeah. It's catchy. I, I like it a lot actually. You can yeah, listen to it. Yeah. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Dan Monio, have you heard of Over the Top yet? Yeah. Uh, good, I've right? heard of a couple. Of, I don't think I've, I've heard of Over the yeah, Top I, yet. No, you, you, you would know. put it on shuffle. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't think I have. No, nope, I like it. So I guess I'll listen to Good. it right after this episode. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty hype. All right. I will listen to it then. Um, okay, Harsh, do you have your recommendation then? No, you're going now. Okay, I'll give a recommendation. The song is called Bloom by New Islands. It's a completely new um, artist. Let me tell you some facts about this artist. He has about 5,000 listeners on, on, on Spotify. It is super small. I found him promoting his Spotify playlist under big uh, under under Boy Pablo's Instagram. So Boy Pablo posted a picture about his new song that he has called Rest Up. It's a really good song. I recommend, I'd say that's a good song too. But I saw this guy promoting it. And I clicked on his profile and I clicked on a Spotify artist thing. Uh, and uh, I listened to a couple of his songs and they're really good. His genre yeah. is like bedroom pop. And it's this one guy. His name's like Juan and he's from L.A. And he basically plays all the instruments. He's like the guitarist. He's the piano. He's the guy on the piano, the bass, the drums, everything. He does it all by himself. And he calls his music uh, project, it's named New Islands uh, with an S. Uh, and uh, the song that I'm recommending from him is called Bloom, B-L-O-O-M. So, yeah, I mean, I just thought this was a very low-key Bloom. artist. And his songs is something I can resonate with. And they're really cool and chill. So, um, yeah, that's the, that's my recommendation. I'm What's his name? His name is New Islands. New Islands. Okay. Uh, is this okay? Yeah, he's like, his his artist picture is kind of weird. It doesn't seem very professional, but his, how, uh, his song is good. How you actually like on him through comedy? It's like a lot yeah, of people. I know. Just, like a lot of people just take it as spam, and you actually. Yeah. So, I say people that are doing it, keep doing it. At least you'll find a Munil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> yeah, if your music's good enough, I'll find you. And his music is really good. And he has a, I have a couple songs that I like from him, but I think Bloom is my favorite one, so I'll, I'll recommend that one for this week. Don't you? Didn't you have like a Netflix recommendation earlier in the episode? Sorry, I, I meant Spotify. Oh, I was just saying, do you have one? I didn't know. Oh, a show? Yeah, sorry, I should talk about a show. It's not a Netflix one. It's it's an Apple TV original called Ted Lasso. It's basically about an American football coach going to England to manage a Premier League team. Um, I think it's hilarious. I, I thought the idea was oh, kind I of thought, I thought, uh, did I, Yeah. Did you yeah, it's it's actually really good and, and the, the, the comedy is like like it's it's witty and it's not like up in your face and you like have to go back and listen to it to like kind of like get the entire situation. Like it's really good and the characters are cool. And you know Dan who's who's in that show? The guy from Intelligence. Uh the creator of Intelligence. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's on Ted Lasso, and he does a great job. He's, like, probably one of my favorite characters on the show. But Jason Sudeikis is on it. Jason Sudeikis is from SNL and We're the Millers, and he's in a couple other good movies. And, oh, you know, he's from he, We're the Millers? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the dad. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I think I, I think he uh, – I'm talking about the movie We're the Millers, Harsh, but uh, – Yeah, We're the Millers. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, yeah, the movie. But, okay, yeah, I, I, I really take, like – Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I really like the show, and I, I think it's – the thing about Apple TV is that they release an episode every Friday. It's you can't binge it. But you can binge like the first three episodes, which came out last Friday, and then the new one, the fourth one, came out this Friday. Now each episode will come out every Friday. I don't really like that approach. Just release them all, and I think it'd be better like that. But I think it's a really great comedy, and I think it's one of Apple TV's better shows. Did you Might finish the show? Wait, what you say? You finished the uh, I'm on episode three, I believe, so I'm still making my way through it. Yep. So that that one's a really good one. I know you recommended it, so I don't want to recommend it, but I really like that one. Um, but yeah, that's my recommendation. Uh, Bloom by New Islands and Ted Lasso, the show name. Mm-hmm. All right, Harsh, up to you. I had all this time. Okay, I got to pick. <laughs> I bought a lot of time, but... I always rec- I feel like I always recommend Kanye West. I'm not gonna do that because everyone knows his music. You know? Yeah. You, you don't want to become Bonio and Tanya Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Mm-hmm. I like. Okay. I guess Rex Orange County. There's a song. Uh, it's called "A Song About Being Sad." It's pretty good. It's catchy. I like. I like that it's like slow paced. I just recommend it if you're just bored listening. You want to listen to music? I'd say it's a pretty good song if you like that type of music, Rex Orange County and stuff. I haven't been listening to a lot of new music, but Lecrae dropped his album, so I've been listening to that. That, that song sounds like a country song. Please tell me it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's not. No, it, it is not a country song. Yeah, it's more Wait, like a song. You even name Rex Orange County? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I thought at first, but he's like from England. And like it's a it's a whole different vibe than than what you think it comes yeah. off as. Oh, okay. yeah, his vibes are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll, I'll do. Uh, have we done a Lord recommendation? Because I feel like her music's pretty underappreciated. No, yeah, she's like Billie Eilish before Billie Eilish. I know she she walks so Billie Eilish could run. Yep. <laughs> but, um, her song, if I had to recommend a song, her, her, my favorite song from her as an artist is probably Ribs. It's her most popular song as well, but like, yeah, it's pretty good. She's unique. If you guys have never heard of Lord, 
You probably have, but check her out. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, that's what I got. Oh, I think she's going to no drop TV an show. album soon, because it's been a while. Um, TV show? I don't have a TV show. Uh, oh, yeah, I could, I think I, I could recommend you guys to play Fall Guys. Go play Fall Guys. <clears throat> okay, the game. Look at that at first. It's a pretty fun game. It's but Logic was playing it on his stream earlier this week. He had like 30k oh, yeah, viewers playing it. I, I'll check him out when he's streaming. Yeah. All right. Wait, that was my recommendation. Well, I don't have any TV shows. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks guys for for this this week's recommendation and stuff. Do we have do we have anything else to talk about? I think we did a pretty we covered a lot of different topics in this episode. And just to give a quick update, we did both Monio and I found the oh, grilled yeah. cheese burrito in two different restaurants. Uh, one thing I didn't note is that it's not listed in the menu anymore. Another Correct. thing I noticed is that you can't order on the app anymore. So oh. maybe the people are nice enough to make it and still have the ingredients, <laughs> and they will. Yeah, they want to break uh, our hearts. I don't. I don't think we're gonna see it for long. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a limited item that's gonna go away very soon, like before we even know it. So Dan, I guess get them as much as you can. Yeah, so, I know we'll get rid of them and have some in the freezer, so I'll probably yeah. stop by soon. <laughs> it, it's like one of those limited items that you can only get it at one place. It's like a secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that about wraps up this week's episode. Every song that we recommended, like I mentioned before, is on our Spotify playlist called The Banter Shop Rex. That's R-E-C-S. And, um, yeah, that about wraps it up for us. I also just want to thank our, all our essential workers out there. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Um, and, you know, keep strong out there. We'll get through this together. But, yeah, hey, we're almost almost towards the end of August. September's right around the corner. And Halloween's right around the corner, too. So not that there's going to be, like, an actual Halloween. But, hey, you know, the year's moving along. And 2020 is slowly, slowly but surely making its way through the, the calendar. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I should probably wrap up. But thanks for listening, guys. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can get a podcast. Our official Instagram is at the banter shop underscore podcast. Uh, share this with your friends if you think they would like it. We appreciate you guys listening. This is Moniel signing off. This is Daniel. And this is Harsh. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm.